crazy. An adjective meaning mentally deranged, especially as manifested in a wild and aggressive way. It's a word that we often use during casual conversation. Sometimes we say it without really thinking about it first, and it is used so much that we might have even lost the weight of its significance. When we say someone is crazy, our mind is immediately drawn to stereotypes. Stereotypes that perpetuate stigma, and stigma signals disapproval of saying someone is not like us. We are taught at a young age that it's not good to be weird or too different. And that leads to many people not seeking help if they need it for fear of being labeled as crazy. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, the average time that it takes someone to seek treatment after mental illness symptoms begin is 11 years. Why does it take us so long to talk about mental health? And how can we begin the conversation? All of us have gone through something. And especially in this young adult teen population, um, they're all struggling with something that I know they want to share and be able to start that conversation off with each other. I spoke with Mary Albertoli, Maureen Eisern, and Nadia Sarmova, co-creators and producers of The Shift, a docu-series and a social movement that empowers young adults and teens to discuss mental health. Their mission is to remove the stigma and start the conversation on mental health while also being able to provide all viewers and supporters access to mental health resources. The SHIFT team knows that many of us are so uncomfortable when it comes to speaking about mental health, and that's why they decided to do something about it. On the fourth episode on Latinx, you'll learn about what you could be doing too. Hola, yo soy Andrea Marquez, and this is Latinx, a new show from La Red Hispana for those of us who are not from here nor there. Ni de aquí ni de allá. As millennials, we have a lot to talk about and a lot we want to say. So join us in conversation every week as we figure out how we can get involved in our communities locally, nationally, or even internationally. As you know, a podcast is a journey and I would love for you to follow ours. So follow us on Instagram at Latinikis and reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Also, to always stay up to date, remember to download and subscribe to our podcast. Due to safety reasons, we are recording from home, so please bear with us if the sound is not of studio quality. There's still a stigma out there, whether it's um, due to cultural or religious or otherwise. And stigmas, as you know, when they're there, they tend to keep people from opening up because they feel very badly or there's something wrong with them. Um, when we remove the stigma, then we can create a safe space by which people can honestly and authentically share what, what, what they're going on internally, what they're dealing with, what their struggles are. Um, and they, then they don't feel alone. They feel as though they have a place to go to. They feel the support um, from other people. And, and I think it's safe to say in this day and age that all of us have gone through something. And especially in this young adult teen population, they're all struggling with something that I know they want to share and be able to start that conversation off with each other. About 46 million American adults have a mental health condition. That's approximately one in five adults. And with an increase of 86% over the past decade, suicide is now the second leading cause of death for teens. It's important to talk about these numbers because they represent more than a statistic. These numbers illustrate a deeper social problem that exists and that we rarely hear about in mainstream media. 
It's a delicate subject that we aren't used to seeing in the forefront. And that's because issues with mental health are difficult to share at first, and they feel easier to avoid. People don't always know what's going on with us because we're not sharing. And the small things that we're not sharing can actually really tell a lot. Mental health doesn't have to look like a breakdown on the floor or not being able to get out of bed. It can, you know, struggles with mental health can look like a reaction you have internally to something that no one actually knows you're going through. There are times when I struggle to put my feelings into words. I feel stuck. And the more I think about it, I start to feel anxious. And so it's easier to let it go and stay distracted. But deep down, I know the feeling is still there. It's not until I decide to talk about it that I immediately feel a weight lifted. I can breathe better. My back isn't tight in knots and I can suddenly live in the moment. That's what the shift wants to help teens and young adults feel. The shift is as much a docu-series as it is a social movement and Together, they are really out to empower teens and young adults to transform the conversation um, about mental health. What the series looks like is um, it's, it's going to be set on an iconic uh, vehicle for change, which is a bus turned into a studio, which will travel throughout communities um, in the United States, really out to normalize mental health conversations that young people are currently struggling with day to day and on a variety of issues. We are so ready to roll this out because we do feel like so many of these kids and, and um, young adults have been suffering for so long, not having the resources available or the platform to which to be heard from. The reason something like The Shift is so important is because they not only provide a platform for free expression, they let those who share their stories be an active influence on how we change the stigma surrounding mental health. We were really moved and honestly touched by the fact that on the day of the production, while there was, you know, some nerve, there were some nerves around the, the young people that participated in the promo we created. We wanted to prove that this really was going to make a difference. They were so open and honest and just authentic about what they'd been struggling with or dealing with or had overcome in the past. So we actually, I, I know I haven't heard anybody say, you know, are you sure they'd want to share? If anything, it's like, wow, they are ready to go. There's so much at stake here. And I don't know one young person that doesn't have something to say. When one person feels empowered, they empower others. Speaking about mental health is the only way to normalize it. That's why The Shift has partnered with national leading organizations around suicide prevention and will make sure that when someone speaks, they are heard, and that they also have all the necessary resources available to truly help individuals. One of those partners is USC, the University of Southern California. These kids have been rallying for mental health. They actually spoke on their own behalf and they, they brought it to the attention of the school and they are creating an institute for that, like where they will have more mental health available. But these kids are, are really, I feel like they're saying, we want to be heard. They really want the help and they don't know what to do with what they're feeling. When we were kids, we knew we had to ask adults for help. 
from smaller to bigger things, whatever it may be, we knew that there were certain things that we just couldn't do alone yet. So when it comes to speaking about mental health, even though you might not know how to start the conversation, a first step can be asking for help. Everything starts in conversation um, and you're not alone and you're certainly not broken. Um, and if you know of anyone um, that you feel safe with or someone who may be able to help you open up, we urge you to speak out. If you're in emotional distress or experiencing thoughts of harming yourself or others, help is available 24-7. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255-TALK. Help is available in both Spanish and English. For deaf and hard of hearing, call 800-799-4889. You can also text HELLO to 741-741 and connect with a crisis text line counselor. If you need mental health treatment but cannot afford it, contact Rise Above the Disorder, a nonprofit dedicated to making mental health care accessible to everyone. More information is available in the description of this episode. If your whole environment is not supporting you in seeking mental health support, um, but you know that that thing is really getting in the way of you being able to be the best person you can be for that that community, your your friends, your family, you know, your your coworkers, then it's really like it's on us to make the effort where we can to at least recognize that it may actually be less. Uh, difficult to take on having those therapy conversations and to continue dealing with what you're struggling with alone. So why do we struggle so much? You might be thinking that you don't struggle sharing how you feel. You talk to your friends often or your family, but what are those deeper conversations that you avoid? Have you ever considered going to a therapist? Or is it something you don't think you need because you don't actually have real problems? One place we can start is really looking at where we ourselves are living inside of the stigma. Like, where are we not sharing? Where are we deciding that something's wrong because of a circumstance we're dealing with? And where are we making ourselves wrong? And just identifying, like noticing when we ourselves are holding back from expressing, I think is the first place to be responsible. Because it's hard to ask other people to do something that you can't do yourself. We might be scared of opening up because of the language that we've already associated with mental health. When I was in social work and we would diagnose someone, it wasn't done to label someone. It was done as a treatment guide, really, to create a plan so we can help this person feel empowered about whatever they're dealing with in their life. So people take diagnosis and they they, they, they use it in a context where it's um, a forever thing and it's really not. Growing up in a Latino community, talking about mental health wasn't always welcome, or at least it wasn't normalized. Seeking help was seen as taboo, something that we didn't speak of openly. Pero tú estás bien, no seas dramática o dramático. But 17% of Hispanics or Latinx adults experience mental illness. Culture has a large influence on how we perceive the world, on how we react to social situations, and how we talk about ourselves with others. I know for, for me, having grown up in a Hispanic, in a Latino family, um, half Puerto Rican, half Venezuelan, you know, 
I could definitely see where that was present. And yet, you know, I did go to therapy as a teenager. And so, and I shared it with my friends. And as an adult, I've been open about it. And it's, for me, part of a diet, you know, a wellness diet. It doesn't mean I'm always doing it. But just being willing to say that I do it is a step. Mental health struggles, unfortunately, don't discriminate. You know, we all have them. Um, regardless of, of our circumstances or our background. With people self-isolating right now, some can't see their loved ones. Many lack much-needed social interaction, and even those who are with their families hold a big responsibility. The way we spend time with our families is what prepares us to go out to the world. So the things we do at home and how we handle mental health from our homes is just as important because it sets us up for how we handle our surroundings when we're able to go out again. Now is a perfect time to strengthen the family nucleus as well as our individual selves. And I think especially when we're home with each other and we have this time, you know, just because we're in isolation doesn't mean we're alone. And sometimes we can actually feel alone when we're, when we're with people simply because we're not sharing what's really there. So I think, you know, finding ways to connect and say, hey, it's noon, it's our noon check-in. You know, it's our 6 p.m. check-in. Finding ways to make it less stressful to talk about what's stressing us out. It could be somehow be fun. You know, it could be a relief. It could be that we actually find out, wow, we're going through the same thing. I didn't know you were feeling that way. I assumed this. And actually our assumptions about a lot of these things that we're not talking about is what's giving us the anxiety sometimes more than the thing itself we're struggling with. It's the assumptions. The shift reminds us that everyone is going through something and every feeling can't be comparable because we're all living different circumstances. Every voice deserves to be heard. Now there can be a safe and empowering platform to share what we're going through. And most importantly, our voice is what can help others begin to heal. We need to see a change. We need to see change. We need to be the, um, to birth new conversations around mental health for this population, because obviously there's not enough talking going on. So how can we get involved? It's quite easy. Bringing language to our emotions, starting conversations, and really being responsible about the language that we use to talk about mental health and how we portray mental health via the influential mediums that are available to all of us these days, in particular, social media. What are you doing to speak out about mental health? Share with us on Instagram at Latinikis. How do you check in with yourself and others? Was it that you talked to a friend? Was it that you wrote in a journal? Was it that you started writing music? Was it that you did get on a prescription medication? There's no one way to do this. To speak, to listen, to start a conversation and normalize what is already so normal. Make sure to follow the shift on their journey. They will be launching their campaign on May 1st and you can find them on Instagram and Twitter at the shift underscore series and on Facebook as The Shift Series Official. You can also find this information and more resources in the description of this episode. And remember that you can be part of the movement. It all starts with a conversation. 
Hey guys, this is our fourth episode on Latinikis. As I said toward the beginning of this episode, a podcast is a journey, and I would love for you to follow ours. So follow us on Instagram at Latinikis and reach out. I'd love to hear from you.